With open enrollment for coverage in 2023 upon us, consumers are concerned about the high cost impacting their access to health care, increasing medical debt, and the lack of mental health coverage, according to results from a new nationwide survey. The survey conducted in August of this year, 2022, polled 1,000 consumers across the U.S. on their outlook of the current state of health benefits. The data reveals that a staggering 86% of consumers are concerned that their health benefits will not cover a portion or all of their exams, treatments, or procedures for this year. Additionally, 71% of consumers stated that their health plan does not cover mental health, and two-thirds of consumers are concerned that their current mental health coverage does not address the needs of themselves and their families. Payment for service was another concern with 91% of consumers stating they have experienced an obstacle related to payment for healthcare services. These challenges impact the ability to access care in a timely manner, and 42% of consumers have faced increased stress or said they were unable to enjoy life due to delayed medical treatments. Hearing perspectives like this is difficult, but makes it evident that consumers are struggling with navigating or trusting our healthcare system. And the truth is, no one should be concerned about accessing needed medical care because of the administrative and financial barriers of our broken healthcare system. Are you tired of the high cost of healthcare? Are you overwhelmed trying to navigate a complicated healthcare system? Welcome to Get Savvy, demystifying healthcare weekly podcast where we take complicated healthcare topics and make them simple. Imagine if you could stop feeling paralyzed with fear and frustration and instead be empowered to make smart healthcare decisions for you and your family. Get Savvy with your host, Sandy Kibling, a healthcare professional changing how healthcare knowledge is shared. In episode five, we talked about the basics of open enrollment, dates and narrow network and commercial plans, timing and finance options. In this episode, we will talk about the marketplace, health insurance or non-marketplace insurance. We'll also talk about high deductible health plans and health savings accounts. And finally, we'll talk about Medicare enrollment, providing a refresher on the basics and timelines. And we'll also review what five insurance companies are offering for 2023 2023 Medicare Advantage plans. And now let's get started. I was chatting with a friend over the weekend, and she was asking if buying on the marketplace is the only option. When the Affordable Care Act, or ACA, came out in 2010, the marketplace was created, especially since, in the beginning, healthcare was made mandatory or fines would be implemented. Now, you can purchase on the marketplace or private, also called off-marketplace. Most of the plans generally are the same, but one significant difference is off-exchange plans don't provide premium subsidies, leaving 100% of monthly premiums on you. Are there differences with benefit coverage on plans purchased on the exchange versus off the exchange? And the answer to that is no. Under the ACA plans, they have to have all plans are required to have the 10 essential health benefits: ambulatory patient services, ER, pregnancy and newborn care, mental health and substance abuse, prescription drugs, rehab services, lab services, preventative and wellness services, and pediatric services, including oral and vision care. I will add a link in the show notes that covers the essential benefits in more details. Now let's talk about other differences on and off the marketplace. 
Health insurance plans offered on and off the exchange may vary. This means an insurance company may offer a bronze plan under one name on the private websites and a similar bronze plan with a different name and fewer benefits on the marketplace. One may be a PPO and the other may be an HMO. Also, health insurance companies are not required to offer all metal plans. That means one company may offer only a bronze plan through the marketplace while offering a range of metal levels on their specific health insurance websites. Also, plan options may vary by availability per region. One health insurance company's bronze plan may only be available in one county and may also be the only bronze option in that region. Meanwhile, residents of a large city may be able to choose from multiple bronze plans. The easiest way to see your widest range of options is to call an agent or check your zip code online or select the plans you are interested in and view those product details. Another important difference is health insurance companies on the marketplace will likely only cover small or narrow networks of doctors. Narrow networks give you access to a smaller network of providers and facilities. Make sure you listen to take a listen to episode two for more information about narrow networks and if they are too narrow for you and your family's needs. Another difference may be where health insurance companies are allowed to participate. Not all insurance companies may be licensed to to sell plans in your state, or maybe they can only sell plans on the exchange, or maybe they can do both. So it's always good to check on that. Another difference is the non-marketplace and marketplace healthcare cost. If the exact same health insurance plan is sold in multiple places, that plan must be offered at the same price. Otherwise, different plans will have different rates. Here's an example. If an insurance company offers a Silver Primo PPO Plus plan in the private marketplace and a Silver Primo Blue Standard PPO on a government exchange, those rates are going to vary. But if that insurance company offers its Silver Primo Plus PPO plan on and off the government government exchange, you can expect these identical plans to have identical rates. And finally, a note about um, the, about what's covered under the Affordable Care Act. The rates on, on all the plans cannot be based on your health history or your gender. They can vary, though, based on your age, location, and tobacco use. I hope this quick, quick deep dive makes sense and helps you acquire the right insurance plan for 2023. And now we're going to move on to talk about the high deductible health plans and health savings accounts. We did talk briefly about these in episode five, but we'll expand on it a bit further. Healthcare costs are so high and each year premiums, which are your monthly costs for healthcare, including deductibles, co-pays and co-insurance costs, continue to rise. As you consider a plan for 2023, it is especially important to think about what is affordable due to inflation and any health needs or concerns that may have come up. So looking at plans for 2023 may be different for you. If you choose to enroll in a high deductible health plan, the benefit is you may pay a lower monthly premium, but have a higher deductible. As a reminder, the deductible is the amount you pay for all your healthcare services before your insurance kicks in. These deductibles can be $7,000 to $10,000. And now let's talk about health savings account. These are a type of savings account that lets you set aside money on a pre-tax basis to pay for qualified medical expenses. By using untaxed dollars in a health savings account, you can pay for deductibles, co-payments, co-insurance, and some other expenses. You may be able to lower your overall health care cost. 
HSA funds generally may not be used to pay premiums. While you can use the funds in an HSA at any time to pay for those qualified medical expenses, you may contribute to an HSA only if you have a high deductible health plan. On a good note, unspent HSA funds roll over from year to year, allowing you to build tax-free savings to pay for medical care later or when you need it the most. HSAs may also earn interest, which is not subject to taxes. So who is this good for? Well, if you're healthy and rarely seek, seek medical care for illness or injury, you can afford to pay your deductible upfront or within 30 days of receiving a bill for that amount. If a surprise medical expense comes up, this may be a good plan for you. Or you don't want to go without health care but can't afford to pay $800 to $1,200 a month. Or finally, if you wish to supplement your health care, let's say you're working with a practice that has a direct primary care model where you pay a monthly fee for care with discounts, but you may need access on occasion to a specialist. So in this case, you can use your savings dollars from the HSA to supplement this cost. You can also have comfort that if something happens where you needed hospital care, you'd be protected with a, with a high deductible health plan. So make sure and check out the resources that I will make sure and link to in the show notes if you would like more details on this. Now we're going to move on to Medicare. So for the seniors, or for those who may be taking care of a parent and needing to know this information to purchase a plan for their loved ones, I'm going to provide a quick overview. I take care of my mom. Now, when I say take, I take care of her, she does pretty well for herself. She just gets lonely, so I visit with her to make sure she's eating well, and we laugh and giggle and share life moments. But as we were speaking recently, one of her concerns when seeking coverage for a Medicare Advantage plan was dental coverage. Regular Medicare covers very little, so she wanted to make sure she could have some peace of mind when it comes to dental needs. A root canal or crown can be expensive, especially for an elderly, elderly person on a fixed income. My mom makes a point to shop for new plans every open enrollment, and here's why. One, plans change every year in terms of offerings. Two, new plans may be available for the coming year, and other plans may not be. I know for 2023, Oscar and Bright Health are make, both making exits from various states. And then we have a new health insurance option with Devoted Health that's boasting promises of better service offerings and customer service. They are currently available in the following states, Alabama, Arizona, Colorado, Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, the Carolinas, Ohio, Oregon, Tennessee, and Texas, if you'd like to check them out. Also, every year pricing changes in terms on monthly, um, on monthly premiums or what is covered in terms of dental or prescription medications. So it's worth evaluating options yearly as health insurance companies are always competing on price. Now, let's talk about Medicare timelines and basics. The initial enrollment period begins three months before your 65th birthday and lasts for your birth month and continues three months past your birthday for a total of seven months. This enrollment period is for Medicare plans A and B. You are free to sign up for Part A anytime after your 65th birthday, but if you fail to sign up for either part, there's going to be a special enrollment period between January 1st and March 31st for Parts A and B. For other parts of Medicare, there is an annual, usually the fall, open enrollment. This period is an option for you to obtain or change your current Medicare plan. You can also join Medicare Part D, which is a prescription drugs, or switch back to original Medicare from Medicare Advantage during that time. 
The fall open enrollment plan for Medicare starts on October 15th and runs through December 7th each year. So let's get a better understanding of what the plans are. Medicare Part A is co covers hospital insurance. So Part A helps cover inpatient care in hospitals, including critical access hospitals and skilled nursing facilities. It does not include custodial or long-term care. It also helps cover hospice care and some home health care. Beneficiaries must meet certain conditions to get these benefits. Most people don't pay a premium for Part A because they are they or spouse already paid for it through their payroll taxes while working. Medicare Part B. Part B helps cover doctors, services, and outpatient care. It also covers some other medical services that Part A doesn't cover, such as some of the services of services of physical and occupational therapists and some home health care. Part B helps pay for those covered services and supplies when they are medically necessary. Most people pay a monthly premium for Part B. Medicare Part C. It's also known as Medicare Advantage. It is a type of Medicare plan that uses private health insurance to cover all the services you'd receive under Medicare Parts A and B. Anyone who is eligible for original Medicare Parts A and B is eligible for the Medicare Advantage program in their area. These plans are optional, but if you need more than just that basic hospital medical insurance, Medicare Part C might be a good option for you. Monthly premiums vary based on which plan you join. The amount can change each year. Medicare Part D is prescription drug coverage. It is available to everyone with Medicare. To get Medicare prescription drug coverage, individuals must join a plan approved by Medicare that offers that coverage. Most people will also pay a monthly premium for Part D. Now, let's focus on what some of the five major health insurance companies are offering to, for Medicare Advantage plans in 2023. United Healthcare. UHC is planning to expand its Medicare Advantage options to 314 new counties. These regions will add 2.3 million people to its footprint and will allow them to reach an additional 145,000 people eligible for dual special needs plans. New options added for 2023 include a flex benefit and select plans, which will allow members to extend their existing dental, vision, and hearing benefits. One UHC representative noted that its members are in plans which are stable or reduced premiums, including 3.3 million people enrolled in plans with zero premiums. UHC also has its U-Card. Using the card, members can access their care, spend rewards, shop with their benefits, and more in one location. The benefits integrated into the U-Card include healthy food benefits, fitness benefits, or over-the-counter stipends. Members can also earn rewards by completing certain tasks like preventative services such as mammograms, receiving a house call visit, or reaching monthly activity goals. Humana. Humana plans to bring its HMO plans to 260 new counties and introduce Medicare limited provider organization options, which would allow it to reach 4.6 million more potential members in the coming year. Humana is making significantly more plans with zero premiums available, as well as zero prescription copayments in dual special needs plans. Humana will also offer flexible annual allowance in certain plans to assist members with covering out-of-pocket dental, vision, or hearing cost. Medicare Advantage prescription drug plans feature more $0 vaccinations as well as caps on insulin cost.
Medicare Advantage members who are struggling with loneliness can also connect with PAPA for assistance from a PAPA PAL or college student who will visit with seniors as well as perform light housework. And members in some plans can access a healthy options allowance that can apply for multiple health-related social supports, including groceries, rents, rent, utilities, transportation, and pest control. Aetna. Aetna will offer Medicare Advantage plans across 46 states and the District of Columbia for 2023 and is adding 141 new counties. Aetna estimates that geographic expansion will enable them to reach 1 million more Medicare beneficiaries. In Pennsylvania, Aetna is introducing a new Medicare longevity plan option an institutional special needs plan designed for people living in nursing homes. The plans offer prescription drug coverage as well as greater access in their facility to on-site care. A new benefit for 2023 is the Extra Benefits Card, a pre-loaded debit card that has a quarterly allowance members can apply toward over-the-counter items and support services, including health foods, utilities, and transportation. Cigna. Cigna has its sights on significant expansion in Medicare Advantage and has invested in doubling its network over the past two years, including a notable increase in the number of included specialists. Cigna will offer plans in 581 counties across 28 states. Cigna said it will bring its MA plans to New York and Kentucky for the first time and new metropolitan areas in its footprint for 2023 include Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and New York City. The company offers at least one plan with a zero premium in each market, and it is said most members will pay the same or reduced premiums compared to 2022. Cigna will offer a flex card called Healthy Today, which bundles a number of additional benefits and incentives for convenience. Depending on the member's plan, the card could be loaded with up to $200 in incentives for wellness activities like volunteering, as well as funds toward over-the-counter items, fitness items, or groceries. Cygnus also said it's expanding a companionship program as well as support for caregivers. Anthem, also called Elevance, it is now their new name. So just be aware that Anthem also is Elevance. So Elevance is adding 210 new counties to its Medicare Advantage footprint for 2023, which will allow them to reach an additional 6.7 million Medicare beneficiaries. Elevance offers Medicare Advantage plans across 24 states and Puerto Rico. Elevance Health will reach nearly 33 million Medicare members nationwide with plans that offer zero premiums and benefits to target the social determinants of health. Social determinants of health are the conditions in which people are born, grow, live, work, and age. They include factors like socioeconomic status, education, neighborhood, and physical environment employment and social support net- networks, as well as access to healthcare. Eligible members can access a single prepaid benefits card that can be loaded with spending amounts for different benefits, including over-the-counter products, healthy food, utilities, and bills, and out-of-pocket costs related to vision, dental, and hearing benefits. In four states, Kentucky, Virginia, Ohio, and Georgia, members can choose to enroll in a plan co-branded with a grocery chain, Kroger and including monthly benefit allowance card that can be used at 200 stores for over-the-counter products, groceries, and wellness items. Eligible members can also connect with a Kroger dietitian for nutrition assessments and home delivery for up to 12 boxes of pantry staples. So you can see there are a lot of options that are out there and why price shopping is so important. 
I will add that the card options to help offset expenses are definitely something worth checking out. Some final thoughts to consider once you've chosen a plan. You'll want to make sure that that plan covers your doctors, facilities, and other providers you want to continue to see. Most Medicare Advantage plans have provider networks, so you'll need to find out whether the doctors, hospitals, and outpatient clinics you want to use are covered. You can use the plan page and look for the details, and you can also use a searchable provider database to confirm the providers are a network. After you narrow the possibilities, you should call a plan, the plan's customer service number, and verify that these doctors um, are participating in the plan that you're interested in purchasing. Also, be sure to ask about a specific, ask about it by specific plan name. Some Medicare Advantage insurers offer several plans with different provider networks and names. Also, find out if your Medicare Advantage plan will treat your use of an out-of-network provider. Some health maintenance organization or HMOs may pay nothing for out-of-network providers except for emergencies. Some preferred provider organizations or PPOs cover out-of-network providers but charge higher co-payments and have higher out-of-pocket spending limits for out-of-network care. This is all important to know if you end up wanting to see a specialist that's not in the plans network or if you travel and need to go to a doctor while away from home. The benefits and cost section for each plan on the plan finder lists the in-network co-payments for each type of care and the out-of-network co-payments if covered. In conclusion, some recommendations if all this is too confusing. Number one, you can call a broker that knows about all the plans in your area to discuss with you. I will link to an article in the show notes that highlights how to find one. Number two, if you're interested in a certain plan that from a from an insurance company, you can call that plan directly. You can talk to a customer service representative on the phone and in some cases arrange for a representative to come to your home and discuss the plan options. My mom and I did this with a few health insurance companies and found this to be super helpful. I hope this information is helpful and that you're feeling more comfortable in navigating the open enrollment process. I appreciate you spending some time with me today. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode And if you like, please share with others. I would appreciate it. In the next episode, we'll be breaking down the no surprise bill law, knowing your rights so you are not paying exorbitant out-of-network bills. Until then, get savvy.